Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, this is Michael Sudhalter, host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast, and I am joined this morning by Cedar Hill ISD Board President Robert Riggs and Board Vice President Gail Sims. And... Um, we have several uh, topics to discuss here on this um, June post-board uh, meeting podcast, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, the first one, and I know there's been a lot of talk about it on social media, we've posted a lot about it, is our 2022-2023 budget was approved, um, and then all that has to go along with that. Um, let's get started and delve into that. Well, probably the most uh, exciting thing was uh, the fact that we did raise our starting teacher salaries to 56000 and then all employees are going to get a 5% uh, increase uh, from the midpoint, a raise from the midpoint. And then, of course, uh, district stipends. We want to let those employees who have been here, who have stayed here, uh, we want to let them know how much we appreciate them and how much we want them to continue staying. So uh, we will be having a stipend. We have signing bonuses. We want to bring in the best and the brightest here in Cedar Hill. And we want to encourage them and we want them to uh, see how much we want them. We have a $4,000 stipend uh, for nurses, uh Languages other than English, teachers, counselors, SPED teachers, diagnosticians, uh, and secondary core, ca- uh, core course. Boy, say that quick. <laughs> core course teachers. $2,500 for SPED skill aids, and then 2000 for campus-based paraprofessionals and security officers. And remember, we've already raised our parents' uh, uh, entry salary to $15 an hour. So uh, we're looking forward to a great year. Uh, and then there's, of course, the the big bucks. You want to talk about that, Robert? Sure. On the, um, which, which one are you referring to? Just the total approved budget. Oh, sure. No, no, I'm glad you said something because I, I was thinking through with the state and all the other requirements on it. So, Um, Working through on the budget itself, uh, we um, are excited about what we're going to be able to do for our teachers this next year. Um, Working through it, as if you may not have known if you're not following school finance, uh, last year the state stepped in and provided different funding sources. um, So this, uh, and they came from the federal government funds uh, down through the states, the states out to, uh, to the districts. And we were able to do some pretty significant things to try and recruit uh, students back to the classroom. That was the purpose of those funds, was get students back in to the classes and then make up the gaps of any learning that have occurred. Um, Cedar Hill has been working to do that in the last year. Some of the information, even from the retention bonuses uh, that are going out to all staff uh, or and uh, all the teaching positions; those are all part of that process. Um, this next year, though, um, the funding that uh, the revenue sources that come to the district 
are dependent on students being in class. And unfortunately, because of the pandemic, um, because of charter competition, because of other issues within Cedar Hill District, um, the Cedar Hill will receive less funding next year than it did this year. And uh, that makes it a difficult time when we want to give 5% raises. Uh, that's our key priority to make sure that our teachers are well covered, um, custodians, paraprofessionals, those people that work with special ed kids, all of those receive fair pay increases. Um, you can see if our revenue is going up and our expenses are, excuse me, our expenses is going up and our revenue is going down, uh, that's not sustainable long term. Right. So not, uh, not sustainable. So um, the budget that was approved uh, is is moving forward. We have made those choices and are going on, um, but the board will have to decide between now and August uh, whether we go through and do some kind of um, Vader, as what you'll hear, a, a voter-approved tax ratification election, if that's needed or not. And so uh, we are also going to be meeting with the legislature and doing our lobbying efforts to try and increase the funding for students in Cedar Hill. Uh, and make that happen. But those are those are the key elements that are out there and being discussed and decided. And between now and August 22nd is when we have to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. And uh, while we're talking about budget, you know, I want to send out kudos, congratulations, and uh, best wishes for Gilberto Prado, yeah. Our chief financial officer, he has done a tremendous job for our district. We have absolutely appreciated everything he has done. He is leaving us, uh, and we can only wish him the best uh, in his future endeavors and success. Wherever he's going, somebody, that school district is, I'm not mentioning names. That's nope. uh, that cool. <laughs> That school district, it's our loss, it's their gain. And uh, we absolutely, I think uh, Robert and I both can speak for the board to say he has done a tremendous job. And Miss Settle, Carla Settles, is there to carry us through till we get that position filled again. Thank you, Mr. Prado. Yeah, we wish you the very best and look forward to seeing you around town soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, obviously know in the community know about Mr. Prado's, um, you know, experience and expertise as a, um, you know, in chief financial officer, but his colleagues also are aware of his charm and his wit and sense of humor. So that will be, uh, that will be missed, some, I guess, some of the intangibles, if you will. But um, moving on from the budget um we also had a um, lengthy presentation from the uh, longhorn futures committee which was a committee that formed earlier this year long-range facilities planning so i know you got to hear some of their uh, comprehensive findings yeah they did a great job um, we yes. had the, the head of the well one of the three co-chairs of the longhorn futures committee um, presented the findings and the recommendation after uh, really two and a half months of very hard work um, by 70 individuals that um, met over as seven times, I think is when it finally, the final count uh, as the meetings and the activities and events. Um, they worked through, developed a charter, 
reviewed lots of presentations from the district, met with outside consultants from uh, everything from um, building usage and uh, consultants that identify the, the difficulties or the uh, items that need to be repaired and replaced, uh, from meeting with bond people, from meeting with um, just other professionals to give advice and direction. And they came with the recommendation uh, that Cedar Hill consider and move forward with the bond to make significant capital improvements. Uh, the recommendation that they had was that would stay within current tax rates. So the taxes would not increase if these bonds are passed. And that um, as a result, it would allow us to maintain our buildings, um, maintain a very efficient workplace. And one of the items that I think impressed me the most was not that they were their, their charter that they um, agreed upon as a committee was to give um, adequate uh, work places, adequate um, classrooms and facilities. It wasn't looking for premier or outstanding or state of the art. Uh, they were looking for suitable conditions to offer classes. And, and as they reviewed our buildings and looked at the different areas, they identified that we have several areas that need to be addressed. We recently did a survey uh, throughout the community and in the community, the physical conditions of the buildings themselves, uh, they rated as good. And so um, when those committee members went through and toured the buildings and they saw the issues, we have one building that's 75 years old, yes. uh, does not have the security and safety and air conditioning systems, the lighting, uh, the systems that you would expect in a school. And so they have a chance to tour and that gave them a very um, clear understanding of what our true conditions of our facilities is. And so as they finished that recommendation um, to, to a group, they agreed, um, more than 75% of them recommended moving forward with 90 plus million dollars of capital improvements and over 60% uh, recommended moving forward with close to $195 million of capital improvements. So certainly there is a desire um, from that committee of, of volunteers that came together um, to move forward and um, they presented that recommendation to us. It was a long presentation, Michael, you are right. It was long, it was followed up by um, uh, an opportunity for citizens to communicate and to give us their voice. And we had another 14 individuals that signed up, many of which also agreed with the recommendation uh, and actually encouraged us to consider going even farther than the recommendation of the committee. And then we also had the architect uh, who has kind of helped lead us through this process and do some of the facilities assessments, um, give guidance and direction. So, the board has now received that. We have a binder that's probably three inches thick uh, for each of us to work our way through, plus a lot of recorded information. Now we will, and we also have made that available to the public. There is a Longhorn Futures Committee page on the district website. And we encourage all of you to go see those. There are recorded um, presentations for you to watch and it will be a way for you to be educated and see what the committee saw um, that led them to their decision. And I'm, I'm 
personally want to say, uh, along with the board, thank you yeah. to all of these people who uh, gave up their evenings to come in and really, and I, I think they took this very, very seriously. It was a cross-section of our community. Our parents, community leaders, staff, even students were there. And we absolutely appreciate everything that they did. And we're going to take those recommendations. Our facilities committee will be meeting to look through all of the recommendations that were made. Our finance committee will be meeting uh, to look at the finances, talk with our uh, financial consultant just to see what we can do and when we can do it and how quickly we can get moving on this. Okay, great. Um, it sounds like they were able to share a lot of information. That's that's wonderful. I know Yes. we also had an opportunity, um, you had an opportunity to approve the hiring of um, a new uh, elementary um, leadership position which is, there was, it was a current position, but a new person in that position, the previous person uh, was Jill Vincent, I know she is going to another district, but we have uh, Heath Koenig, who's no stranger to uh, Cedar Hill ISD, and then Miss um, Aguilar in Human Resources is coming from another district, so talk about, uh, you know, the hiring of both of those individuals. Yeah, I'll, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I it certainly is important that we identify people, and I, I think this is a great testimony to, to internal talent as well as external. Uh, Heath Kinney has been a principal and has been in leadership positions throughout the district um, for quite a while, and his experience in a variety of roles has really equipped him to do quite a few different roles. So he will now have a combined role of which overseeing um, principals in the elementary space um, will really suit him well. He'll have that opportunity to lead and direct and continue uh, some of his testing responsibilities, and we are very appreciative for that kind of background. And having had a principal that's familiar with Cedar Hill now raised to the level of overseeing other principals, um, that allows us to, to really strengthen that continuity and making sure that we're creating the kind of culture we want to have and making sure the principals understand the direction and, and his training of them will be great. So I'm, I'm real excited. And then bringing in outside talent from other districts, that, that is an ongoing goal. We, we don't want to just find internal and raise those up, although we want that to happen. But when there are candidates from outside that can really bring and equip and fill in some gaps, uh, we want to do that. And so through these two hires, I think you're seeing the district really looking at both internal and external and trying to get the very best quality of talent for the positions. And we had pretty deep pools to look through and consider, so there were lots of other candidates, and uh, that's always exciting in those rooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want to welcome Ms. Aguilar to the district. Absolutely. She comes to us from Idea Public Schools as the regional managing director of staffing and HR. And then uh, prior to that, she was the executive director of HR for Can, Can Academy. So she's bringing a wealth of HR experience to our district. And we absolutely appreciate her 
looking at us and deciding this is where she wants to be. Okay, and then I know there were some assistant principal hires, because um, as principal, as assistant principals become principals, whether here or in other districts, um, you know, there's new assistant principals, and one of them is a young man named Jeremy Talton, who's 26 years old. He graduated 2014 from Collegiate High School, uh, went to Tarleton State University in Stephenville, for two, got his degree in two years because he had that associates from Collegiate, and became a teacher at Collegiate Academy at 20 years old, um, got his master's at 21, left the district, and now he is back. And um, I just think that's a great kind of homegrown Cedar Hill story right there. Mm -hmm. that, and that's exciting to hear that uh, they came through here, got their education here, and decided to come back and to make a difference, to make sure that others, it, it's an example for others to be able to follow in his footsteps. Yeah, the assistant principal role is such a great role for leaders and aspiring people that want to move into that position to, to support um, teachers, uh, to support students, to deal with families and to help them navigate through, uh, and just to make sure that the students have the opportunity for success, even when sometimes that route leads through discipline or leads through direction or others. Um, it's a key role, and, and those positions often become our next uh, group of folks that move into the principal role. So it's great to see it. Okay, well, thank you both so much, and um, hope you have an enjoyable uh, summer, and we'll uh, reconnect in August. Uh, just a, a couple of things I wanted to, just things that are coming up. Uh, Cinderella yeah. is going to be at our Cedar Hill High School Performing Arts Building June 23rd through the 26th. I want to remind parents, get your children registered for school. Robert talked a little bit, uh, Trustee Riggs talked a little bit about how that impacts our budget. So I want to encourage our parents, get your children registered for school. And then for those of you who are looking for a tremendous, great place to work, we have a job fair coming up on June 29th, 9 through 12 at Maddox. Uh, um, professional Development Center. Right. So we're looking for kids, we're looking for staff, and just an enjoyable evening to see Cinderella. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you all.